Thanks for checking in on this podcast. You are about to hear an inspirational teaching from Caris Ministries. If God has used this ministry to bless you in any way, please take a moment and write to us at amen at charis.org. We are always inspired and blessed to hear how God is blessing people all over the world through what he is doing here at Caris. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so online at charis.org so we can continue making podcasts such as this available free of charge. Father, thank you for the entrance of your word gives light and brings understanding to the simple. We pray that you deposit yourself into us. Speak to us and change our level that our faith can come up. We thank you in Jesus' name. Someone believes, shout amen. Amen. Tell someone, faith is an overcoming force. Say it again. Say, faith is an overcoming force. Faith is an overcoming force. Say it for the last time. Faith is an overcoming force. Faith is an overcoming force. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. If it's not happening for you, don't blame God. Blame your faith. Anything that attacks your faith is attacking your life. The problem is not God's inability. But man's inability to believe God. That's the problem. Man's inability to believe God. That's where the problem is. If somebody can believe. Someone came to Jesus and said to Jesus, My son, my child is really unwell. But if you can do something, do it to help us. And Jesus said, if I can, no, it's not if I can. In Mark chapter 9, verse 23, Jesus said, all things are possible to him who believes. So it's not about me if I can do, if you can believe. Mark three twenty-nine. If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. All things. How many things are possible? Do you think he meant it or he was just joking? Oh, maybe he can't mean that. Jesus can't mean that. I was just joking. Yeah, he says things to joke. Huh? He meant it. But the problem is that most of us actually don't still even believe that one, let alone to believe other things that are possible. I mean, like, can you imagine? There are people who don't really believe that there's heaven or there's hell. They, they, they claim to be Christians, though. But God can't allow everybody to, to perish in hell like that. Ah, don't you read your Bible? It said, for God so loved the world that he gave his... That he has done something about the perishing. Right, 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 right. So then if you perish, it's not his fault. <laughs> People perish by their own choice. So the problem is not God's... Ability or inability, it's man's faith. Our ability to believe God. Somebody shout amen. Amen. So in Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4, it said, The just shall live by faith. Behold the proud. His soul is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. The just shall live by his faith. 
Some of you believe so much in the medication. I'm not saying medication is not wrong, but if you are a bit older, or if you are maturing, if you are growing, you realize that not all medications work the way you would like them to. But I, will, I want to point out to you that faith always works. Faith, as little as mustard seed, can deliver a whole nation. In Romans chapter 1 verse 17, it says the same thing, the just shall live by faith. In Galatians chapter 3 verse 11, it said the same thing, that the just shall live by faith. And in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 38, it said the same thing, that the just shall live by faith. He kept, the scriptures kept repeating it, the just shall live by faith, the just shall live by faith, the just shall live. That must tell you that that is a very serious information. It's something that you can't toy with. For God to repeat it in different places, four different places, including the Old Testament and the New Testament. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Have you realized how you don't have a problem? Your problem is not the challenge you are faced with. Your problem is the faith to deal with it. Tell someone, you don't have a problem. problem. Only believe. believe. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. In In this next few nights, a few days, tomorrow morning session and evening, and Tuesday evening sessions, Wednesday evening sessions, we're going to take our time to explore the subject of faith and how to live by faith, put your faith into action, how to exercise your faith. Praise the Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I feel somebody's life is at the brink of a major turnaround. Major turnaround. That's why God is taking the, the time to get faith to you. Because if faith gets to you, it will sort out anything. If faith can get to you, you can get anywhere you have to get to. If faith can get to you, you can get there. Listen, all you need is God. And all it takes is faith. Because the just shall live by faith. Sometimes you will lose some things in life, but if you have faith, if you have faith, wherever you're supposed to get to, you will. By the special grace of God, somebody shout amen. Amen. Now, the subject of faith is very interesting. It's very important. It's very, very interesting. Very important. You have to understand Faith is not an ideology. Faith is a reality. Somebody say faith is a reality. Faith is a reality. reality. It's, It's not an ideology. Faith is a reality. And if you can allow or you can grow your faith, this evening I will end on, I want to just speak on on the overcoming faith. 
And I'll end on how to grow your faith. Surely, growing your faith. Because it can grow. Because if it's faith that gets it done, then why don't you, why don't you get more of it? Because if money can solve, solve the problem, why, just get more of it. That's what most of us are, are trying to do. Many people go to school because of money. You go to school after you are, you are taught how to read and write and how to calculate, add, subtract, so that you can, at least no one cheats you money-wise. You're fine. Others go further, further because they want to get a, a bigger job with a lot of money so that they can fund every form of holiday they want to. So most people, some of us, our parents advised us that make sure you study hard and climb so you can get money. You get a good job. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, if faith gets it done, then it's worth getting more of faith. Because the more faith you get, the more things you, you'll be able to get done. That's what I'm trying to talk about tonight. Say, my faith will deal with it. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Everything is going wrong. Get your faith to go and deal with it. You can deal with it. I don't know what they're going to do. You know what to do. Release your faith. Why are you screaming like that? Where's your faith? Do you ask where my faith is? Yes, where's your faith? Oh, Jesus. Are you expecting me to be able to handle this? Yes. How? Where's your faith? You mean me, I can handle this? Yes, that's what I mean. You? Yes, I can. I can handle it. If you can have faith. Praise the Lord. Now, faith is so important to the believer that nothing gets done for the believer or nothing nothing, nothing distinguishes the believer but faith. The shoes they buy, the shoes we buy, they also have some. The jobs we do, they also do. The cars we drive, they drive. The... the, uh, (laughs) <laughs> sometimes better <laughs> alright the, the parties we do they also have Christmas the Christmas jumper you wear they also wear it <laughs> the wigs you buy they also buy it and they buy more expensive ones so every other thing the schools we attend they also attend everything is the same so what makes a believer different your faith okay if just my faith. See, see, listen to this, brothers and sisters. This is how many world, the worldly people see us. Say, oh, you are a man of faith, a woman of faith. What do they mean? You just go to church and that's all there is to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just go to church. It's just like someone who decides to, whether, maybe you decide to go and live in New Cross or decide to go and live in Beckham or you decide to go and live in Enfield. Uh, uh, it's just someone who says, where do you live? London, which part? Enfield, okay. Where do you live? London, which part? Beckham, okay. Where do you live? London, which part? Norbury, okay. When they say your faith, they see it like, okay, you too, that's your decision. That's the path you want to go. So long as how to exercise your desires and things happen. Maybe you decide to go to church. So that's yours. You are people of faith. You are believers. So that's what that's they see about you. But God is raising a group of people who are about to change that mindset. That next time, when, some, one, when one of your neighbors or one of your, your, your colleagues or one of your relatives is here and meet someone who says, I'm a man of faith, they are careful about the person because they know you. Yeah. Yeah. 
because of their experience with you, next time when they hear somebody is a man of faith, because they are of their experience with you, knowing who, what kind of man you are, when you told them you are a man of faith, they are found on first hand. When they hear someone is a man of faith, they look at the person very well. Yeah. Why? Because of what she's, watch this, because of your understanding and your encounter. We want to change the face of when people say, I am a man of faith, a woman of faith. Anyone who is dealing with a man of faith, they they employ someone, they say, oh, how are you? So I'm going to, things will be difficult. You know, I'm a man of faith, don't worry. They know exactly what you mean. Suddenly they say, oh, can, can you sit in my office? Can you come near me? Because they know what a man of faith is capable of getting done. Are you guys know what I'm saying? And God is going to change that, that image of people of faith. When I, say, when I say people of faith, I'm not talking about political people of faith. I'm talking about the pe- people of the word of God, believers. Amen. God is going to change that image with you. Amen. When? From now. Throughout 20... Hey, 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 hey. Look at this. 2016, I feel, sir, I feel that 2016 is going to be like the Bible said, um, uh, by faith, the elders obtained a, a good report. It's going to be a catalog of faith reports. If you believe me, shout hallelujah. Catalog of faith reports. When they are saying things can be done, everything is going down. You are looking at them. Where did you hear that from? You see, it's about time. Uh, in the time of Evan Eva Roberts, the minds caught fire. And Evan Roberts' Bible, a section of it, everything got burnt, a section of the Bible, Jacob didn't get burned. People were wondering, how could this be? A man of faith, a woman of faith, can just pop out and they say there's a problem. All the buildings have caught fire, but your own will be standing like the Rahab's house, Rahab's house. I mean, notable, tangible proofs. Amen. Notable, tangible. They'll be taking the medication that you, don't, you can't even have access to. But the doctors diagnose some things about you, some sickness about you, some time ago, and the same sickness, even murder one on them. But by faith, God has cleared the thing out, rooted it out of your system. It's going to happen for you. It's about time your colleagues. It's about time your, your, your siblings. It's about time your, your neighbors. It's about time the people you grew up with, they see that you have found a faith life, which is making the difference for you. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. The jazz shall live by faith. The jazz shall marry by faith. The jazz shall raise their children by faith. The jazz shall run her business by faith. The jazz shall secure a job by faith. The jazz shall be healed by faith. The jazz shall get money by faith. The jazz shall build their house by faith. The jazz shall buy his house by faith. The jazz shall overcome by faith. The jazz shall do things by faith. The jazz shall rejoice by faith. The jazz shall break through by faith. The jazz shall have victories by faith. The just shall live by faith. Shall faith. The just. I didn't 
said, the Bible said it four times. No stammering. Four times. The just shall live by his faith. His faith. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Four different places in four different times in the scriptures. He said, the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. The just is the God man. The one connected to God. So you must know. Oh, oh, okay, this is what it means. So if you are connected to God and God is your help, then you must know the means through which it's going to help you. It's faith. The just shall be helped by faith. I see someone's faith coming alive. Amen. 2016, from now on to 20, through 2016, you have to stand and look at the face of any situation and say, you are cheap meat for me. Amen. You are cheap meat for me. You are cheap meat. He said, ha, no one has succeeded. Every time anyone I attack, they go down. And you are telling me you achieve me. I said, yes, you achieve me. Oh, come on. And then leave there. Leave that devil. Leave that situation. Go and sleep. 2016. And from now on, you shouldn't lose sleep over anything. Yeah. Lose sleep over anything. Yeah. Give me a reason why you should lose sleep. You shouldn't, uh, but as I mean, I can't do anything about it. But sleeplessness can't do anything either. Do what you have to do and, and know that God will take care of her. God will take care of you. Caris, God will take care of us. God will take care of us. You need some things that should shake you and make you feel. What am I going to do? How is it going to happen? I don't know what you're going to do. And then we will listen to, we will hear how you are talking. No, don't worry. You see, Jesus, in the middle of a storm, he was asleep on a cushion in a boat somewhere. And the boat was filling with water, yet he was asleep. There was a part of the boat that water couldn't get there. On the pillow. Comfortable. They had to wake him up. The Bible said, and they woke him up. I woke him. Luke chapter 8, Matthew chapter 8, 21 down was both. They are working, are working. They say, hey, master, master, master. Say, <coughs> what is it? What's going on? Hey, don't you care we are perishing? Who told you? Who is perishing? I would say, he just arose. Master, we are perishing. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging, the raging of the water. Did you see that? He said, hey, stop that. <laughs> he rebuked the wind. Hey, wind. Stop that nonsense. I'm here. <laughs> he rebuke it. He said, oh, what, what are we going to do? Okay, start fetching the water whilst I see what I'm going to do. <laughs> he said, it's interesting. He looked at the storm. And he said, storm, get out of here. What's your, what's your problem? Rebuke the storm. And when he has rebuked the storm, the Bible says that the, 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 the rebuke, when he rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, they ceased and there was a calm. There was a calm. But I said, ah, guys, where's your faith? He then told the guy, where's your faith? They were surprised. And they were afraid of Bible saying one to another, who can this be? For he commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. See, they got distracted by the spectacular. They didn't get the principle therein. 
He told them, where is your faith? They are saying, what kind of man is this? <laughs> he said that we are in this thing together. We are the, it's the same principle. It's the same. Why must you be surprised that my sound, that my voice is sounding in the speakers? Why are you surprised? Wow. So what I'm preaching, I'm not listening to you. Now watch. Hey. Oh. It's microphone. We use microphone. So the fact that it's coming in the sound, it's a hallelujah, hallelujah, it's coming in. When I remove it, I'll take it out of my mouth. It doesn't come. But you, 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 you can't hear a voice because you don't have the microphone. Jesus said, get the faith. It will do the job I just did. It will do the job for you. <laughs> Your faith will do the job. And I know what you are thinking. My pastor, I don't have faith. I don't have faith because my faith is not big. Or I don't know how. I don't have faith at all. As for me, I'm always very negative from my infancy. Are you saved? If you are saved, you got faith. If you are not saved, then we have to get you saved. Because everybody who is saved got some faith. But faith is always in measures. So what Brother A's faith can do may not be the same as what Brother B's faith can do. Brother A's faith can get a wife and get four other children. Brother B's faith may be struggling even to get fiancé, to get a woman engaged. So no one likes me. I don't know who I can even propose to. No one likes me. 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 <laughs> you get it. So, so, brother A's faith, brother C's faith, he can release his faith to, to get 100 pounds. Whilst brother D can release his faith to get 10,000 pounds. Different levels of faith. Now, if, if your faith is 10,000 pound, um, 10, pounds faith and you are, you are going to buy a building for 5 million, you are actually going to let down think that this faith thing is not working. But you have to build your faith. You have to develop your faith. All right? So faith can grow. Say faith can grow. I will show that to you in scriptures in a minute. But faith has measures. And one, everybody has got faith. According to Romans chapter 12 verse 3, he said God has dealt with every one of us a measure. Romans chapter 12 verse 3. For I say through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to, but to think, uh, to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure. How many ones? Each one. God has dealt to each one. God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. Tell someone, I've got a measure of faith. Say to somebody else, I've got a measure of faith. So God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. Bible says that at the, when did he, God deal with each one? When? At what point in time did God give everyone that measure of faith? At the point of salvation, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8. It says that for it's by grace are you saved through faith. And that is not yourself, but it's the gift of God. So as soon as you are saved, because you can't say I'm saved and you don't have faith. 
It takes faith to be saved. So once you are saved, that means that you, you have faith. And where do you get that faith from? It is a gift of God. So everyone who is saved has got a measure of faith to start with. We all start at the same level. We all, God doesn't give this one more or this one less. No, everyone is given the same measure of faith. The same. We all are given the same measure of faith. But you find out, you find out from the scriptures that some faith are little faith. Little faith. Little faith. Say little faith. faith. Say it again. Little faith. In Matthew chapter 14, verse 31, he says that, Oh, thou of little faith. Peter saw Jesus walking on the, on the sea, and then he said, Jesus, if it is you, bid me to come. And Jesus said, come. Bid me to come to you on the water. And Jesus said, come. And then the Bible says that he started to walk on the sea as well. But when he saw the waves, when he saw the waves, and the storm and the waves, he was afraid. And he began to sink. When he, when he saw the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. Save me. And verse 31. So Jesus, immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? Okay. So his little faith started walking on the water. Little faith. And then someone comes to Jesus in Matthew chapter 8. And he says that my child is sick. I want you to come in. I want you to heal my child. Jesus said, I'm going to come to your house. Verse Matthew 8, 8. The man, the centurion said, no. You don't have to come to my house. Only speak the word. And my servant shall be made whole. And Jesus was quite surprised. The Bible said, and Jesus was amazed. Verse 10. Matthew 8, 10. And Jesus was amazed. And he said, when Jesus heard it, he was he marveled. And, and said to those who followed Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such what great, great such what great. So we found out that faith can be little, and faith can be great. Is that right? Faith can be little, and faith can be great. Faith can be little, and faith can be great. And then, so we have little faith. We have great faith. These are t- different types of faith, and we can have weak faith and strong faith. In Romans chapter 4, verse 19, Bible said that he was not weak in faith. Talking about Abraham. Romans chapter 4, verse 19. And not being weak in faith. Right? So you can have weak faith. You have faith, but it's weak. Can you imagine? The just shall live by faith. And yet your faith is weak. So, when you have a weak faith, and you are supposed to live by faith, that means that you are going to have a lot of weak, weak opportunities, weak victories. It's not really victories that really is good, but you know. Oh, yesterday I was going to, I was really going to, I, I couldn't sleep and then I just prayed and I slept. That's good. That's good. People are believing God. The doctor said that you have the sickness and I told the doctor I can't have it. Mm-hmm. said, doctor, check me again. I'm coming tomorrow morning for you to check me. He went to check. The doctor said, what did you do to yourself? Something is missing here. Mm-hmm. And that one, and I couldn't sleep. And I managed to pray. And then I, I took some tablets, and I was able to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
All right. So, weak faith and verse 20 of Romans chapter 4, Bible says that we have strong faith. Abraham was strong in strengthening faith, okay? You know about the promise of God, but was strengthened in faith, strong faith. So, we are seeing little faith, great faith, weak faith, strong faith. There are a few characteristics God gives about uh, faith. In, in James chapter 2, verse 22, it talks about perfect faith. James 2.22, perfect faith. James 2.5, it talks about rich faith. Rich faith. Rich faith. Somebody's faith is getting richer and richer in Jesus' name. So, perfect faith, rich faith, and then we... In, in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5, it talks about genuine faith. King James used the word unfeigned faith. Or New King James used the word genuine faith. Genuine faith. Genuine faith and unfeigned faith. Genuine faith. So you have seen little faith, great faith, weak faith, strong faith, perfect faith, genuine faith, rich faith, genuine faith, and there is in first, first, uh, Second Thessalonians chapter one verse three, it talks about ever growing faith, exceedingly growing faith, exceedingly growing faith. You were, uh, we were bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is fitting, because your your faith grows exceedingly, exceedingly growing faith. First Timothy chapter one verse nineteen, it talks about shipwrecked faith. If you hang around people who have had shipwreck of faith, sister, you, you have to be careful. Because shipwreck faith is contagious. Shipwreck faith. First Timothy chapter 1, verse 19. Having faith and a good conscience, which some having rejected, concerning faith have suffered shipwreck. Hey. Strong, so how many have you got so far? Name them, let's name them. Little faith, great faith, weak faith, strong faith, perfect faith, rich faith, genuine faith, exceedingly growing faith, shipwreck faith. Nine. Okay, let me add one more. Exceedingly growing faith, shipwreck faith, and you also have in Acts chapter 6, verse 5, Bible says that a man, Stephen was a man full of faith. Hey, I like that one. May that be the, may that be the description people give about you. The Bible was giving description about this man that he was a man full of faith. Now, if something is full of faith, then it means that it can be empty of faith. Yeah. Or it can be half full of faith. Faith is in measures. Full of faith. Not quite full. They're about to be full. Almost dry. Empty. Dry. There's a difference between empty and dry. (laughs) I I like this story. When I, I heard... Brian Houston, I heard him say a story about his dad. 
His dad was a man of faith. He could do all kinds of things. And he used to travel from one city to one, another city to go and preach. And one day he was traveling. He realized that his car was really giving me a lot of problems. The car couldn't drive properly. It was smoking. But he said, hey, car, you are going to drive. He drove the car peacefully to his destination. No, he didn't get to his destination. So he got to one city. Eventually managed to drive through the countryside to one city. When he got there, he just went. It was almost it's getting dark. So he went to this a mechanic to, for him to check the car for him. And then when the mechanic opened the bonnet, he said, excuse me, hey! How did you drive this car here? He said, what's wrong? Are you sure you drove this car? But you saw me coming. No, something is wrong. Then everything is gone in the car. How did you manage to get here? He said, oh man, the car was driving okay. He said, no, sorry, the car is, is written. There's nothing I can do. Everything is gone. He closed the bonnet. He went and sat inside. He wanted to spark again. He started the car. Every, nothing was started. Everything was gone. He said, you see, this negative information, you have spent my car. You have, you have spent my car. <laughs> I should have listened to you. I should have continued driving. Now, you have come to tell me the condition of the car now. now I believe it and I'll see. You have shipwrecked. <laughs> shipwrecked faith. Hallelujah. So it's very important to understand that Faith is in levels. Say faith is in levels. But one more which is very important about faith. It's not a measure per se, but this is one of the ways the Bible describes faith. In 1 John, we are all going to read it from our Bible. Turn to 1 John. 1 John chapter 5 verse 4. Have you found it in your Bible? If the Bible is yours, please. I want you to underline, for whatsoever is, is born of God overcomes the world. I want you to underline, overcomes the world. Overcomes the world. For whatever, for whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. You can underline the victory that overcomes the world. The victory that overcomes the world. All right, so overcoming faith. Faith is an overcoming force. Faith is an overcoming force. If you have faith, nothing can stop you. Let's all read it out loud. First John chapter 5, verse 4. Let's go. Let's read it out loud. Let's go. One more time. It's born of God, overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Give me the King James, please. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world. Even our faith. He says that, okay, let's start from the reverse side. Our faith, the victory that overcomes the world. That is why the world is overcome by whatsoever is born of God. Because whatsoever is born of God has a measure of faith. Mm. 
Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. He says that we have the same spirit of faith. We all have the same. The spirit of faith, we all have the same. This one is not different. The same, but you have to just grow your own. You have to just grow your own. We have the same spirit of faith. He said, we, uh, and since we have the same spirit of, of faith, according to what is written, I believe, therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore we speak. We all, we have, we have the same. For we have the same. And since we have the same, say the same. same. Say the same. The The preacher's faith is not better than the congregation member's faith. But the level, do you know what? You can be seated in a congregation and you can grow your faith stronger than a preacher. There are many preachers around town who are unbelievers. (laughs) hallelujah I'm telling the truth so you have to develop your faith you have to develop your faith because every one of us has a measure of faith now the development of that faith is your responsibility hallelujah so you can develop your faith Jesus was, I like this story, and I'm sure we'll hear more about it in the course of this seminar. In Matthew chapter 15, where the woman came to Jesus and he says that my daughter is severely demon-possessed. Please, can you do something and help us? And Jesus will not respond to her. And she will also not leave him alone. He said, sir, it looks like you didn't hear what I was saying. Excuse me, disciples, excuse me. Excuse me, sirs, please, please. Something needs to be done. I know something can be done. Please, excuse me. And the disciples were having it. This woman is making noise after. And they went to Jesus. Jesus, we can't suck her. Can you just get rid of her? Because this woman is making too much noise. Someone would think we are the one who are troubling her child. <laughs> verse, verse 23, somewhere there. Matthew chapter um, 15. But he answered her not a word. And the disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she cries out after us. They will think we are the ones who are causing the problem in her house. And, and then he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lordship of the house of Israel. That's my assignment at the moment. So this one is, it doesn't cover her. And verse 25. Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. At the time, Jesus had just said, me, I'm not, I wasn't sent to this one. She came and worshipped. Lord, help me. Someone say, Lord, help me. Lord. And she came and worshipped, saying, Lord, help me. And let's see what he said. But he answered and, and said, It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. She don't know what I need, huh? Huh. Hey, this man. Now, wow. The woman said, sir, please, doesn't matter. Dogs, dogs eat. Little dogs, they eat from the crumbs that fell from the table. She said, Lord, yes, Lord, I agree with you. Yet even the little dogs eat from the crumbs which, which fall from their master's table. So give me the cramps now. I'm not going, you know. Jesus, please heal me. 
Help me! Help me, Lord! Jesus realized that this woman will not give up. Now, what, what, did, what did Jesus say? Verse 28. And Jesus answered and said, Oh, woman, great is your faith. She was just demonstrating great faith by saying that all those excuses don't work for me. It must be done. And that's what I'm expecting. However, it can be done. Ah, now, now, nobody's getting a job. Well, I think it's true. It's a fact. It's a fact. But my case is different. My case is different. Now, there's no one is getting married. Oh, who told you? Go and stand by Crowding uh, Registry Office and look at the number of people who come every day and tell me now there's people. The people who come every day, are they not human beings like me? God, uh, my turn has come. <laughs> my turn has come. Oh, but you have been saying that all the time. I have been saying it yesterday because it's coming tomorrow. Some people have started school. Years ago, from the time they were uh, five years old, they've been schooling and schooling and schooling and schooling and schooling. I'll be a doctor, I'll be a doctor. Schooling and schooling and schooling and schooling at the age of 40. Now they are doctors. So, if, I'm, if the fact that I said it yesterday and you didn't see, does that mean it will happen? It will happen. I'll continue to say it because I'm not living till I get this thing. Because that's what I've discovered in God's word. That is my entitlement. And I'm connecting my heart. I know it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. I know. Job, Job, in his affliction, he said, I know my redeemer lives. And at the latter days, he's going to stand. Job chapter 19, verse 26. He said, I know my redeemer lives. So I know I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Jesus said, oh woman, great is your faith. So, ah, let's see what Jesus called faith. No, it wasn't theological lessons. It wasn't church attendance. But it was unyielding spirit and determination, believing that God will do something, God can do, and God will do it. That Jesus said, this is great faith. So she didn't see what they were saying. She didn't hear what the disciples were saying. He, she's making noise. She didn't hear, oh, Jesus said, I'm not sent, but to the Lordship of... She didn't hear, I, said, I, didn't, I didn't hear any of those things. She didn't hear, Jesus said, himself now said, listen, I'm the Ogao, and I'm telling you that I can't give the children's bread to the dogs. She didn't hear that one. She, what she knows was that still food, dogs also eat, because yeah, yeah. I've not seen a dog who doesn't eat before. Yeah. So dogs eat, okay, I'm coming for the food oh. of the dogs. And the food of the dogs is heavy enough to heal my child. Jesus said, wow, oh woman, great is your faith. I, 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 I prophesy that heaven will say that about you. That heaven will say that about you. That heaven will say that about you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh woman, oh man, great is your faith. And so what? It was a decoration. Great is your faith. That's the end. No. He said, Jesus said, oh woman, Great is your faith. Put it on the screen, please. Woman, great is your let it be to you as you have desired. When you have great faith, what you desire is what you get. 
When you have great faith, what you desire is what you get. Some of you here must know that you are getting married. Amen. Just know it. Don't be wishing. Know it. I'm wishing we one day, one day. No, don't wait for one day. One day may be too far. Just know. Yes, I'm getting married. I'm buying my house. Amen. I'm starting my business. Amen. They asked you when are you starting? He said, now faith. I'm starting it now. I was saying the other time when someone asked you, oh, can you uh, can you give me one? Can you give me a loan of hundred thousand pounds or fifty thousand pounds? Don't say, hey, I don't have it. No. Say, why not? Why not? And give him the five pounds. Say, I'll add the, later, the rest later. <laughs> I'll add the rest later. Just, just start with this one. <laughs> don't say, oh, me, I don't have it. Oh. Even me, I'm, I'm thinking what to do. No, 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 don't say, I don't have it. Because you always have it a lot. Why not? Someone is rich in, in this house. Someone is loaded in this house. Who am I talking about? I said somebody is loaded here. Somebody is listening to me. You are loaded. You are loaded. You are loaded. Shout hallelujah. Don't live under the mercy of the weather. Don't live under the mercy of, under the, mercy of the weather. Let me finish this thing. So, now, it's so important. It, if faith is an overcoming force, faith overcomes. This is the victory that overcomes. He said, even our faith. Our faith is the victory. Ah, 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 ah. He said, First John 5, 4, whatsoever, can you say, for whatsoever is born of God, overcometh the world. And this... This is the victory. Say, this is the victory. Say, this is the victory. That victory, is, you see, normally when you overcome something, you have the victory. But it didn't say that overcome to have the victory. He said, you have got the victory, and the victory will overcome it. The, it's like a greater. It will, rock, it will run over everything. It will run everything down. He said, this is the victory. When you have the victory, it's like we want to make a road, a new road or something, in a big, thick uh, forest or in a bush. And so we can't do it because we only have machetes. No. Yeah, let them cry. The people who have machetes, they can be crying. But you have got a grader for heaven's sake. You have got a, a grader and some bulldozers and head, head moving machines. All you have to do is bring it on ground and begin to move it. Begin to move it. He said, this is the victory. Let the tree stand there. My bulldozer is coming. It will clear it. You know the, 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 the uh, army, the tanks, no, they'll go through anything. They'll go everywhere. By the time you are in your room, you see the tune as well, like uh, Mr. T has brought it through your room. Through the world. <laughs> they go everywhere. They go everywhere. So he said, this is the victory that overcomes the world. This is the victory. What is the victory? Even your faith. Our faith is the victory. What have you got? I've got my faith. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's the victory. You got it. That's, you got it. You got it. Have, I want to start a business. Have you got faith? No. You have failed already before you try. I want to really have a good marriage. Have you got faith? No. I'm believing God for marriage. I, I, I try God to give me a good marriage. Have you got faith? No. Put your hands aside. 
I don't know how I'm going to buy this house. Have you got faith? Yes. That's it. Was it? The faith is it. He said, he said, this is the victory that overcomes the world. Anything in this world, faith can deal with it. There is nothing in this world that faith cannot deal with. There is nothing, including your health challenge, including your financial challenge, including your relational complications. Hey, Jesus. There is nothing in this world that faith cannot deal with. There's nothing in this world. Some of us have got all kinds of medical reports from today. That medical report is going to, is going to salute you. <laughs> if the woman, if the woman, Jesus said something, the woman said, yes, still it must happen for me. And Jesus said, ah, be it unto you as you desire. Then your medical report and Jesus, who is stronger? Even Jesus, when he said that I'm not ready for you, the woman said, I'm still ready to take it. Said, no, I'm not ready. Said, I'm ready, Jesus. Said, no, I'm not. The woman said, listen, Jesus, I'm ready. I'm taking it now. I came for it. It's there. You're not ready, but it's there. I'm taking it. Jesus said, oh, woman, preach it. Let it happen for you then. And now your medical, small medical report that a little doctor has written for you. It has destabilized your whole demeanor. Your entire outlook and equilibrium has been thrown out of balance because of one report. You hear the report, also find out what report God has said. Find out what God has said. It's very important. Bible says that in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 16, it said, taking the shield of faith with which you'll be able to quench the fiery darts. Faith is enough. Faith is enough. Your problem is you're so afraid. You're so afraid. And so you're starving your faith. You're starving your faith. You are betraying your faith. You are disappointing your faith. God has given you a measure. It's still there. Don't say it's all gone. No, it's not gone. The fact that you are listening to me, brother, the fact that you are listening to me tells me you still have enough faith. Just put it to use. Put it to use. The fact that you are seated here this evening tells me it's not over until you win. It's not over. I said it's not over. I said it's not over. Shall I believe? Shall I believe? Worry like they, they worry. For Bible says, a rock is not like their rock. We can't cry the way they cry. They cry over all kinds of things because they don't have faith and they don't have anybody to help them. But we have got faith. Romans 8 31 he said, If God be for us, tell me who can be against us. So, so why, why are you worried? Why are you worried? All you need is God. And all it takes is faith. 
If you have faith, God will be on your side. Amen. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. So Ephesians 6, 26 says that taking the shield of faith with which you are able to, you'll be able to quench the fiery darts of the evil one. You'll be able to quench it. You'll be able to stop it. You'll be able to stop him in his tracks tonight. You see, faith is not so much as it's not a feeling. It's not a feeling. It's a state of the heart. It's a state of the heart which always invariably manifests in actions. Tomorrow evening, we'll be hearing on action faith. If you have faith, we will see by your actions. If you have faith, do something. Don't just sit down. Take some steps. Write some letters. Reapply. Challenge some decisions. Do something. Pray about some stuff. Go to the woman. Talk to him. Tell her again. Tell her, you know, I want to marry you. Speak the word. Go to the brother. Tell him it's not over till God says it's over. (laughs) You didn't say anything. All he said is he thought it's not over. Tomorrow we hear more about that, about action faith or living faith. It's called fide viva. Faith that has actions. Faith that is alive. Faith that is alive. The the word revive. Re and vive. Viva. Viva. Viva has to do with life. So re-viva. Revive. Re-viva. Give life again. And Faith, for it to work, it must be a fide viva. Living faith. This is the, the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. Sir, Jesus looked at one of his very prized, important disciples in Luke chapter 22, verse 31. He said, Peter, 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 Peter. P-R, 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 say on, Simon, Simon, indeed, say on has asked to sh- for you that he may sift you like wheat, 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 that he might sift you like wheat. But you know what Jesus said, verse 32? He said, but I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. As long as your faith does not fail, Satan has lost the battle. As long as your faith stays intact, Satan has lost the battle. He said, I've prayed for you, not that Satan will back off. No. Satan has never been a threat to a man of faith. Satan is not a border if you have faith. Satan has never been a, a threat so, to a man of faith. Faith, someone said so, once upon a time, he said faith is the bed that sings whilst it's still dark. Someone said once upon a time, he said faith is like the kettle. When it's boiling under the heat, it sings. 
Hallelujah. Satan has desired, has asked for you. He said, give that brother to me. He's been making mouth, mouth. Give him to me. I will sh- let me shake him. I'm going to shake him like this. Jesus said, okay. That's not a problem. Faith will deal with you. Anyone who has faith is a threat to the devil. That's why Paul told Timothy, fight the good fight of faith. Lay it on, on eternal life. Now, quickly, your faith can grow. First, Second Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3. I said it earlier on. Exceeding growing faith. We thank God for your exceeding growing faith. We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is fitting, because your exceeding growing faith and love of every one of you all abounds towards each other. So exceeding growing faith, that means your faith can grow. Your faith can grow. So now, quickly, in the next few minutes, as I bring it to a close, how do you grow your faith? How do you grow your faith? How do you grow your faith? I want to give you just two points because in the coming days, we'll be hearing more. We'll be hearing that, uh, how we walk by faith and not by sight. We'll be hearing on how to uh, develop your faith. We'll be hearing on uh, how the, for, your, for faith to be an overcoming faith, it must be a word-based faith. We'll be hearing how for faith to be an overcoming faith, it must be a bold speaking faith. And how for faith to be an overcoming, we'll be hearing another message on how for faith to be an overcoming faith, it must be a violent faith. And how for faith to be an overcoming faith, it must be a prompt obedience, faith built on prompt obedience to God. We are in for a wonderful treat. But two, two points to grow your faith tonight. Number one, feed your faith. Feed your faith. The word of God is faith food. It's feed. It's feed. It's not for mental exercise and theological arguments. Those who read it for theology, theological arguments and discourses and debates, leave them to do that. And you read it for, to feed your faith. We'll see who has more results. Intellectualism does not overcome the world. But faith does. If I were you, I'll go to the scriptures for faith. Because I know with that, I'll overcome the world. Guess what? As I speak, someone is receiving faith for healing tonight. So you realize that much of your challenges is... You, you have allowed it. You have allowed it. You have allowed it. Much of your challenges, you have allowed it. Because the power lies in your hands. There's a lot you can do about it. But you've said all kinds of things contrary to God's word. You've allowed fear. You've been listening to stories of fear. To, to starve your faith and feed your fear. And so now you are more afraid than the, uh, the original level of fear that you started with. And you are saying, oh, time. Time is not on my... Who told you time is not... It doesn't take time. What does it take? It doesn't take time. It takes... Hallelujah. 
So number one, you have to feed your faith. Romans chapter 10 verse 17, it says that faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of God. That means that the word of God is food for faith. The more words you receive, the more faith you are likely to develop. Your faith can never grow above the level of the word of God you've got. We'll hear more about that later. But it was Smith Wigglesworth, the apostle of faith, who said, he said, he said, I don't go out without holding my Bible. Smith Wigglesworth. Nowadays, we are so decked with iPad and smartphones. And as a believer, I'm shocked. As a, a believer like you, you have a smartphone that has not got a Bible on it. That is a critical thing. <coughs> Reading your Bible from your iPad and smartphones is not always the best. It's not always the best. I'm not saying it's not good. It's not always the best. But at least, mm. at least, mm. if you are a Christian, you are supposed to, this is so available. How much is it? Some of it are free. Some of it are free. So oh, there's no space, but there's space for porn or pictures. <laughs> hey! Hey! A Christian leader, you have only one free version of the Bible on your system. Only one free bed. There are better ones that are beans are for sale. Two ninety-nine. $2.99 and some other steady aids. There's one I downloaded. It tells you uh, you can easily find every Greek word, just uh, the word itself. As you're reading the Bible, if underline, you press on it, it will tell you the Greek word for it or the the um, Hebrew word for it. There are so many versions. And you have newspaper on your iPad. Any little thing I talk and offend you in church. Any little temptation can get you. They, unless they don't show something on the TV and your eyes like that. <laughs> Every little thing, oh, now you can't pay tight. You see, you're on life support. Every little thing. The doctors tell you that it looks like the pain you're having, I, we suspect a problem with the kidney. Then you go home crying. Oh, they say we suspect. <laughs> they just say we suspect. So later on, come for a test. You are crying. You've called your people. Say, can I have my lawyer to start doing my will? <laughs> yeah. That's what you are getting because you spend most of your time just doing Facebook without looking at his face in his book. Mm-hmm. I will say it. My pastor, you are also on Facebook. I didn't go on Facebook to tell tell people to spend all their time on Facebook. I went on Facebook to tell them that, please, spend spend some time on the the Bible too. When you read my Facebook post, you you find that I think I need to read my Bible too. Mm -hmm. Facebook generation, and you have been booked for theater. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing no anybody puts on Facebook you, do, you are not aware. Wow. I'm going to say something quite worrying, but please, just out of maybe I'm wrong. All right, so if you are in that category and I'm wrong, please forgive me. I, just, I didn't mean it like that, but 
Some pastors spend too much time on Facebook. Some are in church service and they are checking oh, Facebook. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some pa- they can't sit down five minutes without going on Facebook. And now many pastors don't preach with Bibles. Sorry if I got it wrong this time, but maybe I'm wrong. But maybe. Mm. <laughs> but, Pastor, you get what I'm talking about? There is no posting that comes on Facebook that you, a man of God, you don't know. But for three days, you have not read your Bible. <laughs> for three days. <laughs> and when you are standing behind the pulpit, you quote everybody by the Bible, and the Bible you quote is in the quotation is wrong. <laughs> you are spinning. Pastor, can I say it? You can. Say it, sir. I'm just speaking the word of God. Yeah. See, bro, you are spending too much time on the media and the internet. They, many people don't know that you have serious porn temptations. Mm. They, they don't know. Mm. I'm glad you are watching me now. But when you finish, today is the last time you go yeah. on those porn sites, okay? Please, okay, okay. They don't know I'm talking to you, but you know. God, God sent me. Don't go on that porn site again. Don't go there again. Don't go watch those ladies wiggling their waist. Don't. Don't. Hey. Don't. Feed your faith. Spend time in the word. A man of God, Smith Wigglesworth, he said, if I go out without a Bible, it's like I'm going out without shoes. A man in Colossians chapter 3 verse 16, he said, let the word of God dwell in you richly. Richly. And you're telling me, that's why I don't know, quotation don't stick in my head. Other things do. Other things of interest. They do. It's true. Oh yeah, they do. Oh yeah, they do. Oh yeah, they do. You know all, can you imagine a church leader? You know all the stars, co-star, those who are co-starring and also appearing. We are the people of the book. Who are you? I'm a believer. I said, who are you? Believers get themselves busy in God's word. That's what boosts our status as believers. That's right. And what makes our status get boosted as believers? We don't do that. And we do what the unbelievers and the people who are not believers, what they do, their normal life, we live like them, and yet we want to produce different results than them. How can that be? All right. Number one, the word. Because we'll go more into the word. And then the, number two, how do you grow your faith? Feed your faith. How do you grow your faith? Feed your faith. I, I can't hear you. Feed your faith. How do you grow your faith? Feed your faith. Some of you don't want to say it. Number two, how do you grow your faith? Use your faith. Use your faith. Use the little one you got, the little. 
Use the little one you got. Use it. <laughs> use that. Sis, in it. Use that little, little faith. Use it. Use it. Use it. They came to Jesus. They said, in the book of Luke chapter 17, verse 5, they said, Jesus, increase, verse 4, they said, Jesus, increase our faith. What Luke chapter 17, verse 5 and verse 6. Apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. So how do you increase your faith? What did Jesus say? If you have faith as a master seed, you can say to this small tree, be pulled up by the root. And, and it will. Say, the little one, if you have faith, just use it. It will work. Use your faith. Use your faith. In Luke chapter 5, verse 5, they said, Master, we have taught all night, didn't catch anything. God is telling you something. You also have the other, uh, uh, the negative news. He said, nevertheless, at your word. So they started, they put into action the little they could do. They have done a lot, but the little they could do based on what they have heard, they put it into action. Or is someone listening to me? Use your faith. Don't be afraid. Just use your, Peter asked Jesus, Sir, Lord, if it is you, Matthew chapter 14, verse 28, if it is you, bid me to come on the water. Come to you on the water. And Jesus said, come. Jesus said, come. And Bible said that, and he began to walk on it. Peter answered, if you can, uh, command me to come to you on the water. And then he said, come. And when Peter had, uh, had come down out of the water, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Why? Because Jesus said, come. So he just started using that little faith. It was little faith. It was little, but he started using it. Yeah. So when he started getting distracted and he didn't develop it further, he started sinking. And Jesus said, Jesus, he screamed that Jesus saved me. Jesus saved you and said, oh, she of little faith. So he, the little faith made him walk at some distance of water. Your bath. This one is, is the seal. You, your bath. Your bath. The little one. So, but... If you can use your faith, I'm not saying go fill your bath with water. <laughs> and stand at the edge. He said, I am a man of faith. Now I've heard I can walk on water. Cool. Don't sit down for things to go out of hand. The little faith you have, use it. Use it. How do you use it? Do what the faith demands. Because it says, can you imagine, I didn't even add this text. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse, verse 30, the Bible says, by faith, the walls of Jericho came down. Amen. By faith, though. Not by strong wind and pushing or technology. It said by faith. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they had circled it seven days. By faith. Verse 33, I like the verse 33. It said, uh, it said through, who through faith subdued kingdoms? You can do it. United Kingdom, is it not a kingdom? They subdued kingdoms. It doesn't matter. This land is not hard. It's not hard. This land is not hard. I said this land is not hard. (laughs) There are harder lands. Harder lands. United Kingdom is not a hard land. And guess what? It's kingdom. At least you have seen the Bible that they subdue kingdom by faith. Thank God is called. uh, uh, It's a word. It's not Emirates. It's it's kingdom. Kingdom is easier because Bible spoke about kingdoms. Faith works very well on kingdoms. If it is, it didn't say it didn't say country. If it's country, maybe it's different. But this one said by faith they subdued kingdoms. Ah, 
and you are in the United Kingdom. Come on. Come on. Revival is coming in the name of Jesus. Shout amen. By faith, they subdued kingdoms. Is that all they could do by faith? Verse 33. By faith, they subdued kingdom, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions. How much more the mouth of the council? <laughs> they stopped the mouth of lions. They stopped the mouth of lions. How much more the mouth of the bank? They want to repossess your house, stop their mouth. But how can I do it? Faith. What should I do with faith? Just have faith. Just have faith. Stand on faith. Stand on the word. Confess the word. Believe the word. Confess the word. Believe the word. You see negative report? Don't worry. Confess the word. Stay, stay stubborn on the word. Be stubborn. Be hooked on the word. Stay on the word. Stay on the word. Stay on the word. Stay on the word. Has God said it? Stay on the word. Has God said it? Stay on the word. If God has said it, that's all. You don't care what you are saying. That's all. God has said it, and that's all you know. Stay on the word. Stay on the word. Confess the word. Stay on the word. Confess the word. Walk the word. Stay on the word. Confess the word. See the word. Stay on the word. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Stay on the word. By faith, they stop the mouth of lions. Verse 34. Stop the mouth of lions. Who threw, uh, quenched the violence of fire. How much more weather? Quenched the violence of fire. Escaped the edge of the sword. Out of weakness, they were made strong. Became valiant in battle. There's no battle they couldn't fight. Turned turn to flight the armies of the aliens. They are coming to you. Let them come. You just look, I'm here. Who are you looking for? They say, sorry, we, we, are, we are wrong. We will come back. Sorry. So we can't come, come back. By faith. By faith. Sister, don't fight over a man. Oh, he's trying to collect my husband to be. This man came and I, I, they all know he's interested in me. Suddenly, she has managed to go and befriend him. And now, look, even she, he doesn't want to say hello to me. This woman, I'm going to fight her. He doesn't, oh, what is that? That is chaining skinny rabbits. <laughs> what are you supposed to do? Just walk with God by faith. If God said you are getting married this year, even though it's four days to go, you will still be married. Yeah. yeah. If God says it, that settles it. If God says it, that settles it. God says it, then you say it back. He said we have the same spirit of faith, therefore we speak. You have to speak homologia. 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 Speak the word. That's how to use your faith. It's not like special something you are looking for. Okay, 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 okay. No, 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 no. Just hold on to the word and just keep speaking the word. That's how to use your faith. Speak, you speak, keep speaking the word, believing in the word, being confident of this very thing. He who has promised, he will, be able, he will bring it to the past. Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work shall also perform it. Yes. You have to be confident. Paul said, I know in whom I have believed. Second Timothy chapter, two, chapter 1 verse 12. I know in whom I have believed and I am persuaded. I am persuaded and I'm persuaded. He said, therefore, I suffered this, all the, for this reason, I suffered all these things. Nevertheless, I know in whom I believe and I, for I am persuaded that whatever I've committed to him, he's able to keep 
what I have committed to him until that day. He will keep it to that day. Yes. There's a day coming. Do you know what? Do you know what? I believe Jacob, because of his faith in God, he saw Joseph as a prime minister in his lifetime. In his lifetime. It took several years, but God was able to keep what he has committed to him until that day. Amen. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Your children will not go wayward. You won't give birth to sickly children. That will not be your portion. Are you listening to me? You are not losing your job. You are, lo- you are not losing your home. You are not losing your home. You are not losing your marriage. You are not losing your job. You are not losing your health. You are not losing your placement. You are not losing anything that belongs to you. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. Did somebody receive something? Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a big, 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 big shout of praise. If you are not saved, you are not safe because life is dangerous. Life is not under your command. I don't see why I should end this service without giving you an opportunity to say, yes, Lord, pastor, pray with me because I want to have this bread. It means I want to put all my confidence in him, all my hope in him. I want to give my life to Jesus. If that is your genuine desire, just lift up your hand and say this after me. Say it genuinely from your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I've sinned against you. I ask you to forgive my sins. Wash me with your blood. Thank you, Lord, for dying on the cross to save me. From today, I will serve you. I believe in you. I put all my hope in you. I put my faith in you as my Lord and personal Savior. I receive you into my life. I make a vow with you that I will serve you all the days of my life. Satan, get behind me. I don't belong to you. I belong to Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving me in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you. Your word says that you know your sheep and your sheep know your voice. No one can come to you except your father brings him. I pray that let your grace be upon them. Help them to be strong. I pray that the grace of God will come upon you. The power of the Holy Spirit will come upon you and help you to be a strong Christian. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you for listening. For more resources, please visit caris.org or call us on 0207-740-9960. God bless you.